Okay, my name is Jeremiah Thomas. This is the podcast series, Getting to Know Grace, where uh, we do all kinds of interviews. Uh, we interview missionaries, we interview elders, church members, and today we have Lynn Schuler. Lynn, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you, Jeremiah. Now, Lynn, I have brought you into our wonderful sound recording studio. Uh, I know you were impressed when you came in. Uh, but I, I brought you in for a couple different reasons. One, because I hear that you're an international traveler um, to Japan to see your daughter Katie. And then also, uh, I hear word on the street. Uh, our, for instance, website tells me that you are a bookkeeper. Um and I don't know what that means. And so I think that it would be helpful uh, for you to tell us a little bit about uh, these two things. Um, we would love to hear about Katie and, and to find out a little bit more about you. So um, maybe to start things off, um, let's start in state. And then we'll, we'll, we'll end with the, with the super cool international travels. Um, bookkeeper. What, what in the world is that? You, you don't have to be too specific or too general. Just whatever you feel like saying. What, what do we have? Well, basically, I'm the accountant for Grace Press and keep books that tell us what we're receiving and gifts and what we're spending. Okay. And what we spend our money on and how we compare to the budget that the congregation approves every year. Yeah. Um, reconcile bank accounts and um, <laughs> keep up with all those little details. It, 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 so it sounds like you're doing things that uh, I'm not very gifted at. Well... <laughs> It um, it's something I went to college for and have done through most of my life, except for okay. the fifteen years that I took off to stay home with the children. Oh, that's great! So, okay, so, been so an auditor for years, ten years, and then stayed home for fifteen, and then um, subsequently worked um, as an accountant for a nonprofit, and then for an engineering firm, and. That's wonderful. That's Retired a, to work part time for Grace. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's uh, you know to see how you're able to serve the the church with this with the skills that you've just been blessed with through you know study and, and what you felt called to um, with your kind of your vocation in general. I mean, that's that's awesome. Did you were you approached or did you did you kind of approach Grace? How, how did this uh, come about? Um, back. In the day when First Pres began to speak of right. the church plan. <laughs> the whispers on the wind. Yes. <laughs> it, um, I think I, I really felt a longing to be part of this. Okay. And so as a consequence, I mentioned to a friend of mine whose husband was uh, on the provisional session that I would be happy to help. Hmm. And she had taken on the task of keeping the books. Okay. And so she kept the books for a good three or four months. and. I remember well on my birthday that year, she passed over the books to me. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we met for coffee and breakfast, and she said, oh, yeah, I've got all the great stuff I'll be happy to give you. I love and it. And so, I don't know, is that back in, say, 2010, 2011, yeah, yeah, something so, like that. Okay. So, I've been keeping a set of books for Grace since that, then. That's great. So. And, and, you know, it's, it, sometimes it... Well, a lot of times the th that kind of stuff, the the nitty gritty, making sure that we're doing things appropriately, uh, making sure that we're being good stewards of, you know, like you said, the budget, reconciliation to the budget. Uh, what are we doing with the, with the funds that we're given? You know, how do they get taken to the bank? Things like that. A lot of times, I can take it for granted. I'm sure that you know others might fall into my camp as well. And so it's it's good to hear that you know we have things in place and that uh, it's important that we do these things well, um, that we don't fall into any um, unrighteous activity, and so it's good to have those um, 
the professionals like you uh, coming in and uh, uh, and helping us out. So that's yeah, it's a necessary evil, I think. But it's yeah. up to a lot of people. Um, but it is a good thing to just be good stewards and to know right um, what the expenses are. Mm-hmm. You know where we're spending money and and how we're accounting for it, and to make sure that we're able to give all the gifts that we'd like to give. To mm-hmm. We support missionaries and other things. Mm-hmm. And, all of them very important. Then there's the government, reckon, you know, requirements that call for us to keep records for employees mm-hmm. and um, make sure that they're all immigration approved and <laughs> right. all that kind of thing, and e-verify and yeah. etc. I, I think I remember. Too. I think I remember giving you a passport picture. Yeah, you did. Uh. <laughs> and I still have it in my files. Not that would it be shared with anyone else. <laughs> It's a it's a great picture. It um, is a great picture. I wish I could share it from a from a bygone era. Uh, well, that's and that's you know to to remember that you know that we are within um, uh, you know a, a secular nation, a nation that has certain laws. You know, even mm-hmm. even though uh, we're a church, we're operating in the kingdom of God. Uh, we still need to give. Caesar his due uh, we render to him what is his and so when they when they require things of us it's it's good to know that we're doing the things legally we're doing things by the books that's um it's reassuring to me that those who have gifts to do these things are helping us because I would I, I don't know if they I mean they would definitely get mad at me I don't think I would be doing anything uh, too you know too too bad but uh, I wouldn't be doing it right that's for sure well to my way of thinking that um, each person has its gifts and we would much prefer our pastors to be involved in pastoring <laughs> right. and leading the congregation uh, rather the, than the beauty of the unity of the body as far as Absolutely. gifts go is wonderful is. Uh, speaking of the ah. unity of the body and the gifts that some have been given. Uh, you you recently went to Japan, uh, you and Ed, your husband, to see your daughter, Katie. Yeah. Uh, Katie is, most people should know this that are listening to our podcast series. If you're listening to Getting to Know Grace, you're probably familiar with Grace Press. But uh, Katie is in Japan. Um, she is uh, doing missionary work there. But maybe a lot of people don't know exactly what that looks like. Could you say a little bit about it and then maybe tell us a little bit about the kind of your experience going over there and maybe seeing her in her element. I think a lot of people would like that. Yeah, it was very interesting to us because we've never so much as even seen Katie um, teach in a classroom hmm. before. Yeah. So it was very interesting to us. She's had a call for missions for quite some time, um, starting in probably youth group. Um, wow. At First Pres many years ago, That's she's right. enjoyed doing things and going on mm. short-term mission trips in the summer. And that led to a summer while she was at Clemson in grad and undergraduate school saying, you know, Mom, I really would love to go to China. <laughs> but that's just so expensive. And that's just such a big thing. And I can remember turning around and saying, well, you know, if you really think the Lord's calling you to do it, step out and let's see if he is. Mm. And lo, those these many years later, <laughs> I have a daughter who now seems set upon living in Japan for a while. Yeah, um, she well. did serve in China for a couple of years with um, a, a ministry that um, was non-denominational. Okay, and this time she, after a couple of other short-term missions during the summer, mm-hmm. in which two years ago she went to Okinawa and did a. Uh, six weeks or so there with a Christian school that um, Miriam Jerome is connected with her son is mm. the headmaster there. Mm. 
And so she filled in and she decided she liked Japan. It was Mm a nice nation of um, polite and type right. A people, right. and this seems to suit her personality well. <laughs> it's very well. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. China was a bit more type B, and mm-hmm. nothing ever ran according to schedule or plans, and mm-hmm. people got around to doing things when they did. Right. So um, mm-hmm. this is sort of more of Katie's personality, and she loves Asian people, and she loves missionary work. Yeah. So she's also a teacher. That is her trade, and has a graduate degree from Boston University in policy, education policy planning and admin. I think hmm. at one time her dream was maybe to be in a magnet school. Yeah. So the Lord has kind of turned that dream into her working at a small Christian school. Right. That um, the a PCA Presbyterian um, denominational MTW. Yeah. Um, Their missions agency. Missions yeah. agency for that mm-hmm. denomination. She... They have a, a school in a small town called G- Chiba, okay. and I mean small by Japanese standards, okay. not by ours. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's fairly large city, actually, okay. but okay. it's um, almost rural-esque. She's, they're kind of on the outskirts of Chiba. Okay. But Ed and I flew over there on a Friday um, during a holiday week, and so there was no school at all until the following week <clears throat> on Friday. And... Um, we got to see a little bit of what Katie's life is like. We went to the house that she stays in that's um, owned by the pastor and his wife that okay. planted the church. And they have a small guest house in the back with okay. three bedrooms and a few other essentials. And it's literally the 10 feet from the uh, from the big house. Right. Uh, three stories worth. And some of the interns stay in the big house. Some of them stay in the guest house. Okay. They have other people in and out from hmm. time to time. And... It is very much um, the epitome of life on the mission field Mm. that they have such a huge turnover. Right. My heart was really there for the Iversons, who are Dan and Carol, are the Mm. um, adults in that situation. Mm -hmm. And besides raising nine children, they have also had a constant flow Mm. of interns and short-term and longer-term missionaries come in and out of their Mm. home. And it's a constant challenge, I think, to keep up with and to grow these. Many of the interns are 18 years old, and Mm -hmm. they come for three to six months to a year. Mm -hmm. And some love it, and some are homesick, and that's a challenge. Mm -hmm. And so Kate kind of got to sneak in in an older-than-your-normal intern, but still for the I'm-going-to-give-it-a-shot-for-a-year path. And so she was assigned... Um, to the guest house in the back, and at one time three other girls were living there, and they jumped right in and began teaching in the school. And the school is a um, CCSI, um, is the initials for the school in Chiba. It's maybe 15 or so minutes by car from the house where they live. And the Iversons have a van, a big size van, and Katie had got her international driver's license, got over there, and she helps fill in when the Iversons are not available for driving. Yeah. on the wrong side of the road. I was going to say, I can't do that. That one, that one was an experience yeah. um, that I laughed at. That you know, being in heavy Tokyo traffic, coming back from the airport when she picked Eddie and I up, oh, and yeah. she's driving this van on the wrong side, and I'm over there going, "Do they still have the brake on the mall?" Oh yeah, side? yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I'm getting nervous just thinking about it. Uh, but she did a great job. Good. It was a lot of uh, fun. She began the sightseeing tour guide mm-hmm. approach as soon as we got in the van mm-hmm. and took off and um, mm-hmm. we 
thoroughly enjoyed the trip. It's it really is a sweet, sweet community. That's great. Um, and I know I, I think I have a deep understanding now of why Katie loves the mission field so much. Hmm. You have so such a great opportunity to live out your faith. Hmm. You know, everything is preceded in prayer mm-hmm. and that's the norm hmm. um, you're so aware that you want to glorify God in all that you do yeah um, hmm. we were fortunate on we met teammates and others that had come there's a young man there named Stephen that lives at Iverson's house that had been a missionary there and stayed on and um, and he had for a time being moved in with the Iversons and um, he's a little bit older but we got to meet the younger eighteen-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, one of them, Brett, is originally his dad's originally from Colombia. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> and um, in the providence of the Lord. Yeah, so. yeah. Actually, and new people from First Pres, but mm-hmm. he's actively there. That family, the Ellisons, are actively involved in um, North Carolina and their church and the RUF ministry there. Okay, and so they had in mind that their son would go um, to the church plant in. Mm-hmm. Um, Toyosu, um, and I'm probably pronouncing that all wrong, but it's Grace Harbor Church near Tokyo, okay. kind of in between Tokyo and Chiba, where okay. Katie goes to church. So um, somehow or another, all the interns have followed suit, and because Katie had a plan to go to that church as well. Okay. And so rather than going to the church in Chiba, she and all the interns get on the bus. Well, they actually walk three or four blocks, get on a bus. Ride the bus for a little while, get off the bus, switch to a train station, and ride the train and the subway all the way in. And it's wow. like a one-hour journey every time they go into church. Okay. So, you know, there Eddie and I were. We left on Sunday morning with Katie and the interns that right. were there. And we were going to be gone for three days. So we had our suitcase that we loved, thank goodness for wheels, and on and off and, and all the way down the road and walking and all that kind of thing. Goodness. And you, you arrive in the train station and life with public transport is is like this for everybody who right. can. Right. So wow. get off your um, subway train and troop up and down stairs and then walk five or six blocks. And then in that case, we wound up at Grace Harbor Church, which is inside a little mall hmm. movie theater. Oh, well. And um, worshipped with the people that were there. Katie had a friend that met her at church that had not been to Grace Harbor before mm-hmm. that was Japanese. And um, the girl could not stay for the lunch afterwards. Okay. But one of Katie's um, friends that she's developed this year that is Japanese uh, was able to join us for Great. the afternoon of touring and that kind of thing. But Grace Harbor Church had a picnic afterwards. That's and great. everybody from the church kind of filed out, went their separate ways. Some of the men set up a tarp on the playground in a lot in front of the mall movie right. theater area. Right. And we all sat down and had a picnic. <laughs> and it was lots of fun. And got to meet you know music team members, visitors to the church, and, and that kind of That's thing. That's wonderful. English speaking. Um. Most of them. Okay. But n- not all of them. Was the service in English? The service is bilingual. Okay. So every song was sung, and both lyrics were up there, and they would sing a verse in English and, and a then, verse in Japanese. Okay. Maybe, and go back and forth, and there might be a hymn in right. Japanese. And um, Very cool. And they had a setup that... Um, probably would have benefited from a mandolin and a violin yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> some other nice things that we have right. that was still um, okay. similar type of worship service, hmm. um, but they use a screen, yeah. um, no bulletin per se mm-hmm. <laughs> at hmm. all, 
but um, it was a sweet little community, and and they try to do that lunch after church most Sundays. Regularly. Regularly, they That's do. Great. And then Katie participates and did not this Sunday because okay. it was sort of a holiday week yeah. anyway. But generally after worship service, they'll mm-hmm. have lunch, and then she'll go do a Bible study with mm-hmm. a small number of women, and they're Japanese um, or... There seem to be a good many people being a large city in mm-hmm. that area that are maybe Korean or... Okay, yeah, multi-ethnic. Multi-ethnic. Yeah, that's and great. so there might be a mix of several different... Yeah. yeah, it's it's really exciting. Yeah. It, lots of young people, and it was it was just a lot of fun. We did meet one couple who was our age. <laughs> <laughs> they, they sought us out. <laughs> 29, is that? Uh, yeah. Not exactly. <laughs> Um, but, you know, they had been in ministry over there for a lot of years. Okay. And, um, and, and it's interesting, and it's always um, a blessing to a parent to hear others that are praying for your daughter. That's great. And people you've never met, people you don't know. That's and great. So they were praying. And specifically while we were there, we were aware of how many people were praying for Katie to make a decision to stay mm-hmm. at CCSI. Hmm. And during the course of the week that we were there, we heard that she did not get the job at the Christian school she applied to that paid salary mm-hmm. and um, was an independent Christian school accredited and larger um, school. Uh, but she also found that the prayers had been answered for those on the team in Chipa that wanted her to stay at CCSI. Yeah. And mm. Dan Iverson, who heads up all of the Japanese churches and church plants and missionary efforts there, his wife has been serving as the headmistress for a number of years in addition to all of the other duties that she does and right. teaches there as well. And the school is very near and dear to their to their hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, they had asked if possibly Katie could stay on for a year and take on admin-type duties and be an assistant principal and ask Katie what it would take. And she said, well, really, I would like to move into having a salary and being more self-supporting kind of a situation. Yeah. And Dan said... Well, let's see what we can do about that. And in 26 hours, he had emailed out letters to 200 of his closest supporters and friends and people who had been on the intern teams before mm-hmm. and, and worked in the schools and all that. And he had 40-something responses that exceeded what he had asked. Praise about. God. So, Praise the Lord. You know, God's hand was in that. And Answered prayers. That's absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. And... Um, the Iversons were on the whole time while we were there until the Friday before okay. we left on Saturday. And as we're driving home from school on Friday afternoon, Carol, there was Carol and Eddie and I were mm-hmm. the only ones in the van. We had dropped off the other intern, and um, she said, "Well, Katie, have you come any closer to making a decision? Have you heard from the other school?" And Katie said, "Oh." Yes, actually, I have. And she said, the other school has sent me a letter and told me that they hired another candidate right. who came with a husband who was going to coach the sports teams mm-hmm. at the school. Mm-hmm. And I can understand that. Because right. I could not do that. Yeah. And um, she said, and Dan, and, and I will proceed with this, me staying and being assistant principal for the English trap. Mm-hmm. And so Carol cried. <laughs> she was so overjoyed. And so we were pleased to be there and part of that time period that's and wonderful excited for katie that she'll have a chance to help with more yeah. of the admin part too but to keep up a lot of things that she's mm-hmm. been doing um, in addition to teaching the three different levels of mm-hmm. english she um also does participates in the english language um 
school that they have where they okay. teach Japanese speakers, I think, one afternoon a week. And she even teaches a Pilates class another <laughs> afternoon a week. The, a couple, the pastor of the, the Honda Church Chapel that's just... Um, that's right beside the school came over and he said, yes, yes, I participate in your daughter's Pilates, Pilates. class. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It was sweet. That's it, good. Well, yeah. Well, thank you for that update. Um, you know, it's, it's very encouraging to hear how the Lord is working uh, in Katie's life and to know that, you know, as, uh, as Grace is continuing to, to pray for her and to support her um, in any way possible, it's, it's, it's good to hear that update and it's good to hear that, um, that the Lord is truly being glorified uh, in what she's doing as she's seeking his glory. Um, thank you for updating us. You're welcome. Uh, I, I end all podcasts with a question. <laughs> this, is, this isn't a curveball. Uh, um, but I, I do end with the, with this, uh, with this question, um, where you are at now, coming back from Japan and all the experiences that you had there with, with what you've been doing for Grace for so many years um, uh, in the role that you've been playing as, as, um, as bookkeeper is um, helping us in that way in 2016 the end of May moving forward at Grace Prez what would you like to tell those who are listening um, Grace family and friends uh, what, what's on your heart for Grace Prez right now um, um. It is an exciting time for Grace, mm-hmm. and we're excited to be part of it. We're looking forward to the future and the changes that the Lord will have in store for us mm-hmm. as we move into a physical building. Oh, and yes. Change those things that we're, we've become accustomed to dealing mm-hmm. with. Um, and it's just exciting to me every Sunday when I look around and see new people, mm-hmm. um, people I would love to get to know, and... I encourage all of us not to grow weary, but to keep on with the Lord. And He's got it. It's this. This is His plan. He mm-hmm. will work it out in His own way. And we're pleased to be part of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, a wise statement to end on, <laughs> Lynn. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>